If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. COVID-19 numbers in California have improved dramatically in January compared to the past two years. So case counts across California have dropped steadily since the middle of December after seeing an increase in November. Other COVID-19 metrics have also improved since December. Health experts say that the most transmissible COVID variant yet, XBB 1.5, is spreading across California. But in Sonoma County, there are 545 active cases as of January 23rd. And on that same date in 2022, Sonoma County had over 23,000 active cases. And it's good to see those improved numbers. And we are on a journey to get rid of this thing. Well, this reality show star is having a baby. That's hot. Paris Hilton is a mother. So she announced the birth of a son uh, with her husband Carter via surrogate. Now, after her Instagram reveal, Paris told People Magazine, it's always been a dream of mine to be a mother, and I'm so happy that Carter and I found each other. She said, we are so excited to start our family together, and our hearts are exploding with the love of our baby boy. And the couple started their IVF journey at the height of the pandemic, and they were just married last year. It was announced yesterday that Chris Stapleton will sing the national anthem at Super Bowl 57 at Arizona a State Farm Stadium on February 12th. So this is really cool. At the same time, the U.S. Navy will pay tribute to 50 years of women in flight with the flyover, including female aviators as part of the formation. R&B hitmaker Babyface is going to perform America the Beautiful, while Cheryl Lee Ralph will do Lift Every Voice and Sing. As previously announced, Rihanna will perform the halftime show, and you can watch all the festivities next month on Fox. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Want you to fill in the blank right now. I knew I was too tired when I blank. This morning, I was getting ready and I got out of the shower and I put my spray on deodorant like I do every single morning. And uh, I noticed something felt off. I went back in the bathroom and looked at the bottle and I put hairspray on my armpits. <laughs> it's a little sticky. Yeah, I, I went to go put my shirt on. I was like, this feels weird. And I went in the bathroom, saw that and said, well, I got to take a second shower. <laughs> yeah, that's that's happened to me before, though. I've done stuff like that. Like, uh, for instance, I, I, I think I've talked about this on the show before, so sorry uh, if you're hearing this again. But one morning I walked into to the bathroom was so tired I have a brush that I use to clean my face with um, it's like a little vibrating brush it's supposed to help you know clear out all the nasty pieces of skin you know what I'm talking yeah, totally. about it's good for exfoliating how about that um, and instead of putting face wash on it I put toothpaste on it <laughs> And I was toothpaste? like, why does this smell so minty? Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, "There's, I've got toothpaste all over my face. It's so interesting when you're tired in the morning uh, that you kind of just go into autopilot mode and these mistakes happen. And uh, thankfully, no more sticky armpits for me. <laughs> and my day is just well, fine now. <laughs> well, we all have sticky armpits, don't we? Yeah. Give me a couple hours and I'll be there. <laughs> Getting some responses on our Instagram story at Froggy929. We're filling in the blank. I knew I was too tired when I blank. 
Elena from Occidental said, I knew I was too tired when I didn't realize my shirt was inside out until noon. <laughs> Kenny from Sebastopol said, I knew I was way too tired when I forgot all of my tools at home. Mandy from Santa Rosa said, I knew I was way too tired when I grabbed my child's diaper bag instead of my lunch when I was leaving for work. Here we go! It's a brand new Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. What's the most embarrassing thing your animal, your pet, your dog, your cat has done in front of someone? You know, it's been pretty chilly here in Sonoma County. The rain brought in the cold. Have you been cold in the mornings in a night, Tanner? Yeah. Freezing. (laughs) And I also love that because my heated blanket stopped working during this time. I was like, the one time I needed you. (laughs) So Remy's been really cold and he's been like cuddling up to me in this tight little ball. So I was like, okay, if you're cold, let's put on a jacket when we go for walks. He has a little jacket, but he hates the jacket. (laughs) And we were walking the other night and we were going across the street and he sat down in the middle of the street and refused to move. (laughs) Until I took the jacket off. It's one thing if it's on the sidewalk. It's a completely other thing if it's in the middle of the the street. In the middle of the road. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Remy, come on, let's go. And there were neighbors watching. It was so embarrassing. I ended up kind of taking him by the collar and dragging him to the sidewalk and then taking off the jacket. Right. And I had to carry the jacket for the rest of the walk. I was like, is this what it's like having a toddler? Because it feels that way. You're a dog. You shouldn't be this smart and have these opinions. <laughs> Next thing you know, he has a bunch of hot takes all the time. I, lo- I love the attitude that he has. That's hilarious. Um, has your pet done anything embarrassing in front of maybe company? Like, I know you have three cats, Tanner. So yeah. uh, if you had people over, your cat's done something embarrassing. or Absolutely. In front of your neighbors. I mean, I don't put clothes on my cats, but I did have a friend come over <laughs> pretty recently. And my cats have never uh, been the type to run out the door. But for some reason, they felt like it that day and all three of them just bolted out of the apartment when we let our friend inside and I had to chase him down wrangle all three of them up and bring him back inside they wanted to go on an adventure <laughs> apparently so kitty's day out <laughs> I, I was not a fan of it one ran down the stairs of the apartment and man it was just a mess I was like I'm so sorry they never do this yeah cats you know cats are better indoors right right they don't uh they're safer indoors so i get that there was a lot of panic there yeah uh but remy goes outside eight times a day (laughs) so he should have been fine but he does not want to go out in a coat no he hated that thing he's it's weird because he's fine with the rain jacket he got used to the rain jacket Mm -hmm. but the little coat the little jacket i put on him he's like that not for me mom not for me we've got emily from basketball on the phone emily what did your dog do to embarrass you okay so i was on my second date and i brought the guy home and my puppy got on his lap and was super excited and she went to the bathroom during the movie on him. I was super embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) And he has a puppy too, so it was okay. Like, she understood. But yeah, my second date, she got on his lap. Amber and Tanner in the morning. What creative way did you or someone you know go the extra mile while applying for a job? So there's a woman, her name is Carly Blackburn. She used LinkedIn in a sheet cake to land a great job. She's 27 years old. She went viral last fall when she sent her resume on a sheet cake 
to Nike. So she didn't get the job with Nike, but she did generate a ton of interest in herself and a software startup company called CureMint eventually hired Carly because of her resume, her talent, and her creativity. I think this is awesome. I really said that Nike didn't hire her. I wonder why. I hate that Nike didn't hire her. Ooh, Nike! <laughs> if someone gave me a cake, it doesn't even have to have the resume on it, yeah. I would say you're hired immediately. <laughs> the expectations are low here on Amber and Tanner in the morning. You don't have to know anything. Just bring us cake. <laughs> so if Amber and I are ever hiring, uh, just know that. <laughs> cake, cake helps. I wish we were hiring. <laughs> right. It would be great. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. Well, believe it or not, Amber, I know someone that did the exact same thing. Uh-huh. Uh, one of my former co-worker's wife also worked in radio, and she sent a cake to another radio company in town, and she didn't get the job either, and I think that's a bummer. Okay, so the cake resume doesn't work. Apparently not. <laughs> Only on our morning show. <laughs> <laughs> if we were if we were hiring someone to sit and stare at us yeah. <laughs> yeah. we do everything uh amber uh w- have you seen somebody go the extra mile while applying for a job uh yeah me i flew across country for an interview i'm just kidding <laughs> No, I've no, that is definitely going the extra bit. miles. Yeah, going literally. The country. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I've seen people do like incredible presentations for jobs, and you know, wear like these extravagant outfits and things like that. But sheet cake has been by far the most creative I've seen. With uh, the resume on it. Yeah. Let, let's let's specify. With the resume on it. Not just a plain sheet cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know how you get that printed on there. I'm incredibly you can impressed. You do anything. Uh, Dustin from Petaluma, what is a creative way that you or someone you know went the extra mile while applying for a job? Okay. When I was in college, uh, I was in a study group, and three people on the study group didn't have jobs. So one, one night, we're at a local bar. They all grabbed napkins. And they wrote all their facts on napkins. She handed the manager a napkin and said, I hope to hear from you. Time goes by, we're in there having drinks, and one Friday night he comes over and he says, I'd like to talk to you. And he gave her a job, not just as entry level, but he gave it as a kitchen manager. Wow. And she got the job, and as of three years ago, she was still there working. Wake up in the morning for the rooster. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So Tom Brady's mic'd up clip during the blowout, the loss to the 49ers was released, and it's incredibly depressing. It has gone viral. Now, Tom Brady and Buccaneer fans have had some time to accept that it's over. Uh, but unfortunately, like I said, this clip is kind of adding salt to the wound. Wound. So in week 14, Tom Brady and the Bucks visited San Francisco to take on our powerhouse 49ers who crushed Tampa Bay 35-7. to Now, little fun fact. I know Tanner's a big Brock Purdy fan, but Brock Purdy is the first QB to defeat Tom Brady in the first NFL start. Meanwhile, Brady... Our veteran QB greatest of all time goat through two interceptions. And to make matters worse, he was mic'd up for the game. So in this clip, you can see Tom Brady. You can hear Tom Brady desperately trying to fire up a less than lifeless team, a lifeless team 
all game long. Go boys, let's go answer it now. It's gonna be a dog fight. That's why we're here. Let's go boys, come on. You want it, you got it, it's right here. You like football, this is where you wanna be. You guys got it, gotta go fight. It ain't gonna be any easier all day. Right, let's go slug it out. So the end of the clip, which was cut off, he says something like, take this stupid thing off my back, referring to the mic he was wearing um, as the clip ends. And everyone's wondering if Brady's even coming back during the next season at age 46. And Rob Gronkowski actually predicted that Brady will likely return after proving he can still perform with the best of them this year, adding he's probably going to get some treatment on his arm as we speak right now. But let me tell you, it's going to be whatever situation intrigues him the most, whatever opportunity that makes him the most excited to play the game of football, that's where he will be next year. Does that mean back playing football? Yes, back playing football. And for some reason, he's not going to be. He always has an opportunity, a job with us. Like, even though this is super depressing, we crushed the Buccaneers. And I don't know much about football. I just want to say, I do know that Tom Brady completely ruined his marriage and relationship with his family for football. So there's no going back to that. He doesn't have anything to go back to. And no, I don't think he's going to retire, even though after this devastating loss, uh, because he'd have nothing. He'd have absolutely nothing if he retired right now. Uh, So what do you think is going to happen to Brady? Do you predict Brady will go into next season or do you know do you think that he's going to be in the broadcast booth or is he just going to be a sad old man got something to say call me up. you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 6361 hop 6361467 this is froggy 92.9 Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie, because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? I realized a little bit earlier on the show that I messed up. Amber, you won <laughs> on Monday, and I just miscalculated. <laughs> <laughs> we had a full conversation about it. I was like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I, I won one at some point. And I went, Oh no, you're right. So the score for the year is currently seven to three. <laughs> Amber won Monday, and let's see if you can identify today's headline in a haystack. Today is the weird sport edition. So oh, no, sports! So Come on. Which one of these bizarre sports is real? Here's headline number one: Porcupine race to take place in Kentucky. Headline number two: Car Jitsu will air on ESPN the Ocho. And headline number three. Window cleaning competition invites 30 of the top maids. Hmm, I like that one, the window cleaning competition. I'm going to go with that one. That is, Amber, I'm so sorry, not the headline in a haystack. It's probably the first one, the porcupine races. That is not the headline in a haystack either. What the heck is car jujitsu? <laughs> uh, so this is what car jujitsu is. It's the latest viral sport to hit the USA. It originated in Asia, and the sport features two fighters, one in the driver's seat and one in the passenger seat. So the sole purpose, Amber, is to dominate your opponent, and judges declare the winner. <laughs> okay, I thought 
cars were fighting against each other. <laughs> it's people inside of cars. Exactly. And this okay. is uh, what it sounds like. Here's some play-by-play. Oh, right away, Felton shows his experience there. He reaches over with his left hand and blocks the seatbelt of Davidson. You can see here in the top left-hand corner of your screen, reaches over, blocks the seatbelt with his left hand, frees himself with his right hand, and immediately just goes to smashing Davidson into the driver's side door. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Uh, so I saw this video on ESPN's Instagram. We're going to share it on our Instagram story at Froggy929. But car jitsu, I mean, isn't that wild? <laughs> it sounds awful to watch. It sounds worse than NASCAR. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy92.9. Have you had a bucket list moment where you check something off your bucket list? We want to know what it was, so give us a call at 636-1-HOP. But American Idol judges Luke Bryan and Lionel Richie reunited at Crash My Playa, not Playa, Amber, <laughs> in Mexico on Sunday for an epic performance at the sold-out destination event. So Luke said he had the bucket list moment when he welcomed Lionel Richie to the stage. And the two went on to sing hit after hit, including the Commodore's Easy Like a Sunday Morning. They had such a good good time, and you know Luke Bryan was so appreciative and said it was on his bucket list, and he got to check it off to, to sing with Lionel Richie. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, everybody knows that song, and so I always imagine these performances like, oh, geez, do I remember the lyrics to that? And it just goes to show that Luke Bryan is a complete pro and can perform something like that last minute. <laughs> I was trying to, before I listened to the clip, I was trying to imagine Luke Bryan singing this song and being like, that's why I'm easy. Like, I just, I just couldn't do it and I couldn't picture it in my head. But it's exactly how I thought it would sound. Right. It, I mean, he sounds great. I would love uh, Luke Bryan to do his own cut of uh, Easy Like Sunday Morning. A country version of yeah. a Commodore song that might not be bad. But Tanner, have you ever had a bucket list moment where you got to check something off your bucket list? Yeah, mine was visiting Hawaii. Um, I've always wanted to go Hawaii. That's where my parents honeymooned when they were married years and years and years ago. And I got to go two summers ago and I had the time of my life. Got to try a bunch of fun food. I got to go swimming in a warm uh, ocean. Got to see a, a seal swim right by me. And it was truly awesome. <laughs> you know, if you go eat at the tides uh, when we have our holiday party this weekend, mm -hmm. you'll get to see a seal swim by. That's cool. I, I, I've never I, seen that before. I, when you're sitting, really? When you're at the restaurant uh, at the end of the tides, there's always seals swimming by at the windows. Who needs to go to Hawaii when we have seals here in <laughs> Sonoma County? It's it's incredible. <laughs> Even though I've seen it so many times, I'm like, look! <laughs> uh, Amber, uh, what was your bucket list moment? Um, all the way out here from Georgia. Uh, we stopped by the Grand Canyon, and I got to see the Grand Canyon. And I've always wanted to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And unlike some people that just walk up and, you know, I know it's like a National Lampoon joke. Uh, they're like, hmm, that's it. We stayed for hours and just marveled at it. it that's so cool. Have you seen it before? No, but it's definitely on my bucket list. You and hopefully go. someday uh, I can check that off. It's, you know, I, I think it you could drive there. Yeah. I mean, flying probably would be better, but... It's such a cool thing to see. Yeah. We did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, 
What have you checked off your bucket list? Paul from Santa Rosa said Grand Canyon, like you, Amber, Vegas, Jamaica, South Beach, and the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, Paul's gotten around. Uh, Taylor from Sonoma said, got my bachelor's degree from Sonoma State. Yeah, congrats, Taylor. And Becky from Santa Rosa said, when I went to Tennessee two years ago to the CMAs. Awesome time. Oh, and I won the trip. Wonder who you won that from. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is this Lori? Yes, it is. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Service here. I'm calling on behalf of... Okay. They uh, contacted me uh, because I handle these complaints that they have, and we want to apologize to you for your inconvenience. But if I'm being honest, your complaint was way out of line. My complaint was way out of line? How so? Well, absolutely. You said your french fries and your hamburger were sitting out too long, and you're, you're just wasting our time. Um, not according to your commercial. Your commercial says that you have the best fries and they're supposed to be so hot and so much better than McDonald's, but they were nasty, cold, and dry. So why is that out of line? You said nasty, cold, and dry? Yeah. Well, I think you're nasty and cold. Excuse me? I believe you are lying about this situation for financial gains, and so we're not going to give you your money back. Uh, And actually, due to wasting my time, you are one banned from the location, and you also owe me my hourly rate of $55. So you're thinking I'm trying to get financial gain from a $5 meal, number one. That, that's, that's, that's first off. Number two, you call me nasty, so you're calling me names. That's, that's defamation of character. You should know that as an attorney. And number three, I owe you how much for what? $55 because I was required to make this phone call today. And because okay. there's no real resolution, you have to pay me my rate. You can make that check out to Martin Dale and Johnson Attorney Services. We're located in Katati. I don't care where you're located. Ask your client to pay you your little hourly rate. You didn't even talk to me for an hour. So I, whatever. This is <laughs> You're full of crap. I, what is your name again? Because I'm going to write this down and file a complaint against you now. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. I was hot like fire just now. (laughs) Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9 presents Amber Gets Married. Brought to you by Flying Cloud Farm in Petaluma, Sonoma County's premier wedding venue. Every week, Amber, Jeanette, and Julia discuss the trials, tribulations, and highlights of being a modern-day bride and all that comes with planning a wedding right here in Sonoma County. Please welcome Flying Cloud owners Jeanette and Julia and Amber from Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. I've already reserved the venue with you guys a year out. So if someone were interested in getting married at Flying Cloud Farm or having an event there, how soon should they book? The sooner is always better, but it depends on how flexible you are with your date. If you are really set on a date, um, people do book about a year out. So it's always good to at least check in. Um, If you're flexible, you know, with 
with day of the week. So Saturdays are going to book up the, the quickest, especially during like May, even April through October, November. Um, Saturdays will book up the quickest. So if you're flexible from the day of the week or the time of year, then you can be, it's not as big of a rush. But if you are pretty set on a specific date or a Saturday, then it's good to to at least check in and, and yeah. see what the availability is. So it just kind of depends on how set you are on a certain date. So are people more set on a date? Do you see that more often or do you see that people are flexible or is it kind of a mix between? Kind of a mix. Okay. Whenever there's like 8, 18, 18, that's going <laughs> to be booked two years out. <laughs> 10, 10, 20, that's going to get booked up. So anything that has those specific numbers in them, pe- when people see that, they go for that. So those will go first. Sometimes they'll have, you know, if a date has some importance to people, that'll be something that is considered or, you know, if their occupation means that they're not they're going to be away or they're only going to be here for a certain amount of time. So that's usually when we see kind of people really stuck to certain dates or time of year. But for the most part, I feel like people are pretty flexible. They just want to find a good venue. They want to make sure that it's going to be available. And we get pretty lucky with people being flexible. They just want to make sure it's the right fit for them. Yeah. And I was thinking that too. I I was looking at the days you had open and I was like, okay, well, September 15th could work because that's the day we got engaged on. Mm -hmm. But then I asked Cole, I was like, does it, does the day actually matter to you? And he was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, okay, well, let's, let's pick a day. And I think we had it narrowed down to either the 6th or Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom and she was like, no way you're getting married <laughs> on Friday, Friday the, the 13th. 13th. <laughs> and I was See, like, that would be fun. another thing too is, you know, certain <laughs> things like that people just... But some people would go for it and other people right. say, no way. I thought it'd be cool, but yeah. she freaked out. <laughs> if mom is not happy, yeah. no one is happy. But she would have been fine with it. But I think that the date we ended up with you guys, perfect. we're really excited about date. it. Listen to Amber Gets Married every week live on Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy929.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the Morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. What is your go-to karaoke song? Our company holiday party is this weekend at In In The Tides and Bodega Bay, and a big part of the festivities every single year is karaoke. Now, at the first party, (laughs) I famously did a Lizzo song, and man, it was awkward. I was doing it as a joke, and a lot of people, I feel like, were uncomfortable. People like you and some of our younger co-workers were on board, but some of the managers, no. (laughs) They aren't hip. (laughs) Me just saying hip makes me not hip. (laughs) But... They just didn't know the song. We yeah. all had fun, though. Yeah, and last year, Eloy, a co-worker, and I did Garth Brooks' Friends in Low Places. It's now your signature karaoke song. Right? You have to do it again this year. You think so? I, I, I would love it. I'm stuck between that and Alan Jackson's Chattahoochee. <laughs> do I make Garth Brooks a yearly tradition, or do I mix it up a little bit and do some different country songs? Hmm. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll just I mean, do both. <laughs> I, of course, you know, I love Chattahoochee because it's, it's about Georgia. It's a song about Georgia. Right. So I would love if you did that song. You know what? I'm um, going to do Chattahoochee in honor of your Georgian roots. <laughs> I'm going to switch it up this year. <laughs> I think you could do both. And I'm going to have a big speech that say, this song is for my best buddy, 
and the best co-host in the world, Amber Henderson. Don't do that. Don't do that? <laughs> that might make everybody uncomfortable. Just do the song. <laughs> okay. We'll be okay. Uh, I think you can do both. Why not? Yeah. Uh, ended up doing like six songs last year, so that's well, kind of how the night goes. When I, d- I will say, when I do hear Friends in Low Places, I think of you, not only that, but you also sang it along with uh, Scotty Mack Band, right? Yep. Oh, man. That was a disaster. <laughs> I, in that moment, I didn't realize I didn't know the words as well as I thought I did. I know all of them now. <laughs> yeah, you do. And I embarrassed myself. Uh, Amber, are you going to do karaoke? And if you are, uh, do you have a specific song in mind? Do you know what was also a disaster? Huh. When you and I tried to do this song last year at the karaoke party. I'm going to try to do it again this year and redeem myself. Yeah. Cole's like, what is going on? You know the words. Why are you messing this up? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Honestly, I think a big part of uh, the disaster was me because I don't know any of the words except for the do, 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 do. And and you can't mess that up. It's nearly impossible. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a good karaoke song. (laughs) Uh, Got some messages on our Facebook page talking about our go-to karaoke songs. And here is what you said. Sheila from Rona Park says, Love Shack. Love Shack. That's a great pick. Uh, Maggie from Windsor said, Strawberry Wine by Deanna Carter. And she also said, Depends on the vibe of the place, though. Ooh. Get everybody in their feels. That's a great song. Right? I wish I could sing. So I can <laughs> sing that song. Me too. I, I can just <laughs> shout. That's about it. Uh, Brett from Petaluma says, does it have to be country? Because mine is Mr. Brightside by the Killers, and I absolutely crush it. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. Valley are ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Oh, yeah. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. Norm, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Norm, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? You're going down, Amber. All right, Norm. (laughs) (laughs) Amber's record is 563 wins, 47 losses, and Amber is currently on a six-game winning streak. It's going to be 48. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Question one. The new Madonna biopic has been scrapped because she is going on a world tour. Can you guess which decade Madonna had her first number one hit? Uh, I want to say the 80s. Correct. Question two. Chris Stapleton has been chosen to sing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl. Chris and Carly Pierce were born and raised in the same state. What state was Chris Stapleton born and raised in? Is it A, Louisiana, B, Kentucky, or C, Arkansas? Arkansas. That is incorrect. Question three. Brendan Urie is putting an end to his band. What band was Brendan Urie in? I'm passed on that one. I don't know. Question four. Blake Shelton says that he hopes NBC gives him a chair from The Voice when he exits the show after next season. Was Blake Shelton a judge on The Voice for above or below 20 seasons? Above. Correct. In question five, can you name the three characters for Rice Krispie cereal? No, I can't. I don't remember their names. That's all good. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Including his half a point bonus, Amber. 
Norm from Hin Valley got two and a half out of five today. Were they abnormal questions? Yes. <laughs> Norm isn't a happy camper. <laughs> Sorry, Norm. I apologize. All right. What'd Amber. you do? Just I, ask abnormal questions. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> Come on. Fantastic. I gotta, get, job. I gotta get credit for that at least. Give me a half a point bonus. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Let's see about these questions. Question one The new Madonna biopic has been scratched because she's going on a world tour. Amber, can you guess which decade Madonna had her first number one hit? It's gotta be the 80s, right? That is correct. Any guess what which song it is? Um, Like a Virgin? Right on the money. Really? Yep. That's, that's the only song I could think of at the moment. So. <laughs> 1984, Like a Virgin hit number one. You don't get an extra point for it or anything. That was just for fun. Rats. Uh, Norm from Hin Valley also got that correct. The score is <laughs> one to one. Question two, Chris Stapleton has been chosen to sing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl. Chris and Carly Pierce were born and raised in the same state. What state was Chris Stapleton born and raised in? Is it A, Louisiana, B, Kentucky, or C, Arkansas? I believe it's Kentucky. I believe that is correct. Norm, Norm from Hidden Valley got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up two to one. Question three, Brendan Yeary is putting an end to his band. What band was Brendan Yeary in? I'm really sad about this because I love them. It's Panic at the Disco. That is correct. Norm from Hidden Valley got that incorrect. Amber, you're now up two to one. Question four, Blake Shelton says that he hopes NBC gives him a chair from the, from the show The Voice when he exits the show after next season. Was Blake Shelton a judge on The Voice for above or below 20 seasons? Below? That is incorrect. 22 seasons. What's he really? Absolutely. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's a lot of seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Norm from Hidden Valley got that correct. The score is now 3-2 to two in question number 5. Can you name the three characters for Rice Krispie cereal? Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Right on the money. The final score is 4 to Norm's 2.5 out of 5. Norm, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're still getting those tickets to see Brantley Gilbert with Nickelback. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Norm, you're heading to the Shoreline Amphitheater thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy, 92.9. Have you ever had a bucket list moment where you check something off that bucket list? We want to know what it is. So earlier on the show, we talked about how Luke Bryan said he had his very own bucket list moment, checked it off his list by singing with Lionel Richie on stage. Now, Tanner, earlier you shared what you've checked off your bucket list. Uh, so what's one thing that you haven't checked off your bucket Ooh. list? Like? So tell us about the thing that you did check off yeah. and then what you want to check off still. So my bucket list item that I have completed was going to Hawaii. Had a fantastic time. But the one thing that I have not checked off my bucket list quite yet and I hope to do in the next five years is to go to Stagecoach Music Festival. Uh, so it's the same place yeah. that it's at Coachella, but it's the country version. Don't get me wrong. I love country summer. It is the best. But I want to have an experience somewhere else make it a vacation you want to see the competition is what it is yeah, right? just yeah. Like, stagecoach is much bigger than summer <laughs> but, but but i can go around saying this is great but not as good as country summer yeah you're you guys ever heard of this little music festival in sonoma county called country summer you yeah. get tickets now at countrysummer.com by the way eric church is headlining it's going to be the biggest year yet again countrysummer.com <laughs> uh who's on stagecoach lineup this year anybody good 
I don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's a great bucket list item to have, and it's pretty easily accessible, right? Absolutely. Something you can do. Well, for me, I said that I checked off seeing the Grand Canyon on my bucket list, and something I've always wanted to do, and I feel like I'm way too out of shape to do it now in my life. I should have done <laughs> I should have done this earlier, like in my 20s, but I just didn't have the opportunity, is I've always wanted to surf. I've always wanted to learn to surf, and the older I get... The scary it is, the more scary it is. Scarier, oh, yeah. scarier it is. Uh, but maybe one day, when I get back into shape, I'm gonna get out there on a surfboard and try. I think you can absolutely do it. A little and baby I think wave. You would crush it. Oh, uh, by the way, I just looked at the stagecoach lineup. Uh, Luke Bryan, Kane Brown, Chris Stapleton are the headliners. Mm. Ooh, that's good. That's a good. That not as good a country summer because Eric Church is gonna be there. But. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have you checked something off your bucket list? Getting a call right now. Who's this? Miley from Sonoma talking about bucket list moments, I won an all-expenses paid trip to New York City, and I got to be on the Today Show. Wow. Uh, in 2015, so I actually won it from the Today Show. I emailed them, and it was like a Mother's Day surprise, so I had gastric flea surgery, and I lost 180 pounds, but my mom lived in Hawaii, and I lived in Sonoma, and so I didn't get to see her. And so they flew her out to New York, and they flew me out to New York, and we reunited on the Today Show. We got to spend the whole day in New York, like sightseeing. Bucket list moments do come true sometimes. Amber and Tanner, when fun comes to Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.